Alrighty, all right. All right, so we got a young expert. Uh, I want to uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show, bro. Uh, if you just want to introduce yourself, tell everyone uh, who's going to watch where you're from and um, also uh, how long you've been making music for. All right, cool. Yeah, what's up? My name's Young Expert. Um, I've been making music for about six years. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, yeah, it just started out as a joke. Uh, I wanted to do a rap group with my friends for no reason, and they weren't really feeling it, but I was, like, so pushed on the idea. At first, it was just all, like, a, a joke, so I just did it all for, like, fun, no real reason at all, and then I just, you know, took it a little more seriously. I was like, all right, let me, let me just joke around a little more, see what see what I can do, you know? And, uh, yeah, so I just stuck to the game plan, really. And at some point, uh, I was like, this is no longer just a hobby. This is more mental for me and more therapeutic for anything. And then eventually it turned from, okay, this is no longer therapeutic. This is kind of what I want to do now. You know, I fell in love with the mixing and mastering. So I try to make sure I learn as much as I can. So that way I make sure it sounds the best it can. You know, I'm still learning, of course. So, uh, I still got a lot of perfection to come. So, uh, but yeah, I feel like it's gotten to a pretty good point right now. And uh, I just can't wait to see where it goes from there. So uh, I felt like now was a good point in my career to start branching out, getting a little more growth and get a little more traction, you know? Uh, yeah, I was a kid back in those years. So I really wasn't, you know, as serious. I was just making music in my basement just for fun and putting it on SoundCloud. And then eventually it would just start gaining a little bit of traction. And I was like, oh, okay uh this is pretty cool and I, I guess it was like mainly just all around my school and stuff like that I would do some real dumb shit um but you know eventually it just all hit me in the end and I was like oh shit like I have something here and I was no longer you know just somebody who was doing it and it didn't sound right I was somebody who was doing it and it sounded pretty good and you were listen. you would listen to it I would have people listen to it and they'd be like this is actually you like this doesn't sound like your voice I they it really catches them off guard especially now my coworkers at work they're like there's no way that you make music and I'm like yeah man I've been doing it for some time now <laughs> yeah you yeah know? but it's like a it's a good point I feel like now is a good point where I'm going to start branching out to more people and start you know saying hey I make music I do this and I think you might really enjoy it and although I'm not really like pressed on getting famous I'm pressed on just making myself known and I just want to get the word around why not you know, I feel like I just want to see how far I can take it, you know, with manifestation. Like, I want to see how how hard if you manifest something, like if you really want it, how hard can you really like work for it? How hard can your determination and your drive and your work ethic like just create over time? So, yeah, 100 percent. Um, So, yeah. How, how old were you when you uh, like how many years have you been doing it? How old were you when you started? shit <laughs> i was 13 13 at first like how, how old do you know i'm 19 so six okay. years yeah so and then how 13. long did it take for you to start um like i know you said it started as like you know just something you're doing with your friends but when you started doing it seriously like how how, how long have you been doing it like serious where you've been like uploading it on streaming platforms um I was uploading on streaming platforms like when I was 16, like when I was like 16, so a couple years after that. Yeah. Um, but it was still like just like just to get it around, you know, and just make it a little more available. And also I kind of hated listening to shit off of SoundCloud, you know, because I listen to my own music. I don't know if anybody else like who is an artist does, but I do. And 
there are some times like I really enjoy it and be really surprised in myself that I did that. But other times I'll just listen to it and I'm like, oh, shit, I need to fix this the next time I make a song, you know, or oh, there was too much auto tune in this one. I think I'm going to start toning it down a little bit or maybe I should start working around playing with other mixes and I'm, you know, playing around with different sounds to make sure I want to find what suits me, what doesn't just suit me, what could potentially suit other people, you know? Yeah, for sure. I know I uh, first the first song I heard uh, by you was uh, I think it's on point two. I know that came out pretty recently. I, I saw that mm-hmm. and um, I went back and like looked at your discography and like you've been working, bro. I see like <laughs> you got like, bro, you have more. You have like you're like how currency works. Like you got like twelve albums since two thousand nineteen. Appreciate that. I appreciate so um, that. yeah. What makes you? What drives you to put out um, like music so consistently? I think it's just, I paid attention to how consistent other rappers were, you know, I paid attention to how famous Dex was, because I used to watch, like, late night, I just, like, I used to watch rap videos of, like, freestyles or, like, backstories on artists, I used to actually watch Trap Lord Ross a lot uh, on YouTube, I used to watch a shit ton of him, so I used to watch, like, the come up of rappers, I would be entertained, but also I would also like pay attention. Like this is how this person got there in their life. You know, I would watch so many things and it was the famous Dex one, you know, explaining how famous Dex came up and how consistent he was, you know, he was consistently dropping songs, music videos. And it was that like consistency that I saw. I was like, I have to be consistent if I'm going to be, you know, working no matter what else is going on in my life. I'm still going to be working. I'm still going to be thinking of a line here. I'll just jot it down, whatever, and I'll expand on it later. You know, um, sometimes I'll just be on break in the lunchroom and I'll like make a whole entire song or I'll like think of new, find new beats or something like that. You know, I don't know what it is. I really just tells me to, you know, get up and do it. I found a love for it. I found such a support from it, from my friends and my family and more fans and growth. So I don't really know what drives me. I wish I really could tell you. It's not, it's not the money. It's not anything else. It's just making something that's beautiful to me. And then hopefully other people find it beautiful. So, you know, um, but yeah, I just really push myself to be more driven than anything to work harder, to make a good sound and make a good product. And so that the finished result is something yeah, that everybody I, I enjoy. A hundred percent. Um, I asked all underground artists that come on here um, just for like younger people or people that um, might have the idea of making music mm-hmm. and have it yet. What was uh, some of your challenges like when you first started doing it? Was it because um, I know for me, right, like, first mm-hmm. of all, like getting used to hearing your your own voice, like it's weird at first. I know like for a lot of people, um, that's one thing. Also, like equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what did you start uh like what was like some of the struggles to get going? Equipment wise, I would I didn't know anything about music, so I would play a beat off of a speaker, uh, off of like my laptop, and then I would hit record on a second phone because <laughs> yeah. I had like a backup. Everybody had a backup phone. All right, it doesn't I don't give a fuck who you are in the world. You have a backup phone, so I had a backup phone, and I would hit record on that, and I would just like play. And so it would be this loud ass beat and like me, like being so quiet because I'm not trying to have anybody hear me. And like, 
it was the most awkward flow. So equipment wise, like I wasn't doing the best starting up as well as like content and things I was saying, like my vision was different. Everything was completely different. I modeled myself completely differently and I wanted to like not cuss at first. Uh, I wanted to kind of just, you know, make songs about, I have no fucking idea. Just, I guess, kind of an old school sound. I was very influenced by that. So I was like, I'm gonna make some old school sounding songs. And that was just not the moves. So, you know, uh, also that, I guess the main challenge that it was my peers, everybody around me, you know, when I started making music, I had such an awkward flow and I was not the best as everybody is when they first started out. But I guess I was a special case because like so many people were like questioned by like me making music, like, why do you do it? And I'm kind of just like, why not? And they're just like, you're not that good. And I'm like, well, you know, to each their own. Um, and then at one point, my girlfriend at the time had told me I was embarrassing. It like it was embarrassing because of Damn. it. <laughs> and I you I was so fucking hurt because that was like my first real relationship and first real girlfriend. Dude, I was so fucking hurt. 15 year old me was crying so hard and I quit for like three months. And I that I was like, that's it. But in those three months, I learned I was like, no, 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 no uh this is gonna happen at every single point in my life there's always gonna be somebody and it might not be somebody that you expect it to be but somebody's gonna tell me that it's not the best and I'm gonna take it some way how I take it is you know how I take it but I better not let it stop me so after that that is when that single moment right there in December three months after that argument while she was in Ocean City or some shit that night in December, like three months later, I told myself, do you know what? You're going to fucking make music and you're not going to give a fuck what anybody else says. Mm. So the next day <laughs> I woke up, I told that bitch, I'm going to start making music again. <laughs> you better be ready for it. And ever since then, I found a different sound. I found what I wanted to do. And then I expanded on that. Although my equipment wasn't the best, I had asked for a mic for Christmas. I had learned about Audacity, and I put myself in a position to want a game. So I just put myself out there. I made a rapper Instagram. I started uploading on SoundCloud. And then from there, I had it wasn't anybody else. There was nobody else I had to help me. I didn't ask anybody because I didn't want anybody to help me, you know, because everybody else, they, they, were, they wouldn't understand. So I didn't even ask my family. So... I would do this all by myself. Yeah, I had to push myself to get out there. And I feel like that's the biggest challenge that people really don't want to push themselves out there. You, it's better to learn that you do it yourself better than spend all your money and have somebody else do it. You're a young kid. You don't have any money. So you're going to be waiting for a single chance to go to a studio and you're unprepared. Start learning that shit at home. Start learning how to record at home. It doesn't matter how, just start doing it. And then you just branch off from there. So it doesn't, it, it, it all depends on the person as well, I think. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. Believing in yourself a lot. Um, you're, you're from Baltimore. I'm curious, um, who are uh, some of your influences, favorite artists, uh, rappers? So fun fact, I actually don't listen to Baltimore music. Uh, well, it doesn't I'm, have to be Baltimore. I'm just Yeah, but curious. I'm just saying. If like, there is anyone in the, in the city that you listen to. Not really. I know of all the big influence here, influences here, but, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't really listen to them. Yeah, but, I'm, a, um, I'm a big fan of uh, Jay Grams. Uh, dope. Yeah, I'm trying I to get him on. It. 
he agreed to come have, on. So I'll have to look into him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I haven't. But as for like personal artists, I really look up to uh, my favorite artist of all time is Kendrick Lamar. So I really look up to him. Uh, of course. Yeah, he's I dropping will. an album next month. Oh, I saw that and I started crying, man. I was like, yeah. it's time. It's time. I, he's I'm the best. So happy. Yep. But I love uh, Kendrick. I also love Kanye because I'm a very big Kanye fan. Like I'm such a Kanye fan, but also uh, I grew up listening to Kanye. My brothers were playing Jay-Z and Kanye when I was four. And that's all I heard. I remember I have vivid memories of me begging them to play. Um, it was 808s and Heartbreaks. I had to beg them to play that. I had to beg them to play uh, RoboCop so much because i like dancing to that song i was like that song's so fucking great play it again so i loved robocop and also of course you know in the night in a song and, you know yeah fucking amazing greatest yeah. song ever heartless fucking great so i had to beg them to play that shit and that's all i was ever surrounded by you know that old school sound and then i indulged myself into like tupac and biggie and nwa so i have a bunch of influences and of course now like i love trippy red so you're gonna hear a bunch of like trippy red type vibes uh in my songs because those are the most therapeutic to me um through all like my heartbreaks and such like that i've had a lot of depression so i decided just you know i saw how all these other artists were doing it i was like hey i'll just put my spin on it and talk about my story most of the time you know yeah so i'm very influenced by like bryson tiller juice world travis scott so many artists j cole jid i could literally name so many people i'm influenced by it's like crazy but i feel like you should be influenced by every single person that you can because every single sound is going to be different and then that'll help you want to just be better you know maybe you want to master this type of flow and then master another type of flow you'll you'll feel so crazy maybe you'll, you'll create your own you'll just you'll just be thinking constantly and that's what you want you just want to be thinking constantly and that's what I always try to do yes no I agree 100 percent, bro um so you dropped six six albums last year at least on uh streaming <laughs> platforms you, you got one this year uh point of no return uh let's talk about that it's um okay it's you and another artist, Young Vic. Uh, Young how, Vic. How did you guys uh, hook up and um, how'd you come up with the concept of the project and how do you think it came out? You did your research. Fuck. I was not prepared. <laughs> yeah. So Point of No Return and Young Vic. My dog, my homie. When I, uh, when I started my label, Young Deadly Visions. Is he from, <clears throat> is he from Maryland? Uh, no, he's actually from the United Kingdom. He's from the UK. Oh, wow. How'd you guys uh, link up? So... Uh, back in the day, uh, there was a little fake beef between me and a rapper named Lil Fuckstick, and we had diss tracks on each other on our SoundCloud, uh, and they were, like, doing pretty all right. And out of nowhere, I get this comment on mine, on my song uh, that I posted at the time. It was called Are You Tired? And it was by Young Vic. And he was like, hey, man, what do you record on? Also, I love your work. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And I clicked on his account and I found his music and I was blown away at like his melodies and stuff like that and how he sounded. I was like, yo, with me and this guy together, we could really do some work. So I just told him, I was like, yo, let's, uh, let's start working together. Let's do some features. And we just, ever since then, I told him like, you're going to be, you're going to be my star, Vic. You're going to be the one I love Vic. He's, I signed him to my label after that. When I first started out, we were both really young. Um, but yeah, after that, I signed Young Vic, uh, and he was signed to my label, and he just was working. That was back in 2019, and ever since then, 
we have just been working on songs. He's been on so many of my mixtapes, so many of my albums, and I've been on many of his songs. So after I did my collab tape with Porto, my other artist, uh, it's called On Point, and that's On Point 2. Um, after we did that, we wanted to do a sequel to On Point, but Porto wasn't feeling it at the moment. So me and Vic decided to do a spinoff, which is basically Point of No Return. And so it's just the spinoff of On Point. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. All those songs were insane, I think. I think the turnout was probably one of the greatest turnouts. It's some of the like music that I show to people now. I'm like, if you want a good place to like start at, go to Point of No Return. Because you're probably not going to be disappointed. A yeah. couple songs might need a little tweaks. It's all right. But for the most part, like, I thought it was very solid and that we both came to play. We both came to show how hungry we were. And also, like, it was just, it was all over the place, which is great. One song you will be fucking, like, turning up to. The next you'll be like, holy shit, this is, like, spacey and shit like that. The other one is probably, like, a radio hit song. You never know. But, like, I thought it came together very well. Yeah, so you're talking um, that you have your own label. Um, just I want you to let everyone know uh, what's the name of that and um, what artists you have under it. Uh, so my label's called and Young Deadly Visions. Yeah, when, when was it founded? Uh, it was founded back in 2019. It was right before my release for uh, my mixtape, Ink in My Veins 2. What's the name um, of the label? Young Deadly Visions, YDV. Uh, so that's what we, we like to call the crew. The crew. The YDV, boy, the YDV boys originally there were a bunch of artists who were signed to it but now it's only down to four uh, including myself it's down to four with a recent signee signed to the label we have Young Vic, Porto, King Kid and Jidner who I just signed uh, last weekend actually and yeah and where, including where myself. Are, are, uh, all the artists from so as I said, Young Vic is from the UK. King Kid and Porto are both from Connecticut. And then Jidner is from Idaho. How are uh, you meeting uh, these artists online? Or? So I've known Porto for over 10 years. Uh, he's a close personal friend of mine. We met a long time ago on Xbox, funny enough. And That's ever funny. since then, we were like best friends. And we've known each other. I've met all of his friends. One of his friends actually came over and I met him in person last year for my birthday. His name's a uh, Jacob. We call him Jay Shells. He's actually featured on one of my songs. Um, yeah, I love my man's Jay Shells. Shout out to Jay Shells. Uh, but yeah, Porto and King Kid. Um, Porto introduced me to King Kid uh, a couple months back because he was like, hey, this is my friend from Connecticut from school. He now makes music. Like, listen to his shit. See if you want to sign to the label because I talked him into it and he's down. So I listened to King Kid shit. And my God, that is probably going to be the next greatest drill artist since fucking Pop Smoke. Because that kid is so good. Like, I would strongly recommend that you put King Kid in every single one of your playlists because he is very crazy and so hard. And then Jidner, I just signed last week. I met him online on Instagram I think I was scrolling through Rap Empire's post because I was looking for mine. And I was like, oh, I just want to see what it's looking like now. You know, it's been a couple, it's been a month since I had done promotion. And I was just like swiping through. I think I saw like somebody's post out of the blue. You know how you do? You're just like scrolling through. You're like, oh, this looks interesting. Yep. Tapped on it. 
And then I looked through the comments for some odd reason. And then I saw Jidner's comment on it. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? You know, yeah, so I just yeah. tapped on it for no reason. And it turns out to be this 16-year-old kid who is making some pretty dope music. And I'm like, shit, this is tight. Holy fuck. And then, yeah, we talked. I got the kid to do a verse for me. And that shit blew me away. And I was like, you know what? I want you on the team. I want you to come work with us. And yeah, so now we have four people, including myself, all five, consistently back to the grind. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, going forward, uh, I'm gonna wrap it up here with you. Um, so going forward, what what do you have in mind? Like, uh, well, first, what, what do you want out it out of it yourself, and then also, what do you want to uh, get out of just hip hop and music in general for your label? I have big plans. I have very big plans. What I want to get out of this is. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the fame. I don't care about anything else, but just, I know that the second I make it, I'm going to give all that money to my family. And I know that the second that I'm famous, I'm never going to forget who was really there when I was at the bottom. I guess I'm doing this for every single person that supported me and for everybody who stuck by me. This shit wasn't easy at all. So I want to finish what I started basically I want to see how far I can take this truly I think that anybody can make music it doesn't matter who you are as long as you put yourself into it you're gonna do big things kid I believe in you everybody will believe in you as long as you believe in yourself so I just want to get out of this I want to prove that I could do it I want to prove that I can make it and also that I'm not a failure and you know what if this shit takes a left turn and doesn't go the way I want it to, um, well, I guess you all can call me a big loser. But I don't care. Um, other than that, I want my label to succeed. Um, I plan to stay independent. Unless somebody offers me $100 million or half a million, uh, I don't really think that's realistic because people don't like giving money out. Um, yeah, I plan to stay independent. I like the independent game. You know, it's pretty fun. And then um, if somebody eventually does offer me that much money and they're like, sign this deal, uh, that deal, you best believe, will not be anything to steal money away from my artist. I want them to make the most, so they're keeping all the royalties. So I just, for my label, what I want out of this for hip-hop, I mean, what I want out of this from hip-hop, for myself and my team, I would say success, but that sounds corny as shit. Um, no, I don't want success. I want all of us to prove that we're just a couple of kids making music for fun. And the whole thing about this is doing what you love and making what you love. So as long as you're making something special and it means something and it's just not blabbering bullshit, I think that you could be an artist and that you're going to do big things for music, hip-hop, rap, the whole genre, the whole entire music industry. Who knows? You could be the next Kanye or you could be the next Lil Pump. It's all your decision. You, You make your own decisions. As for my future plans... You know what? I plan to still stay consistent and I'm proud to announce that my mixtape will be dropping in late July. It's uh, going to be the third installment to the Ink in My Veins. 
I guess, saga. So it'll be Ink in My Veins 3. I also got another project coming right before that, literally a month before that. You guys are going to get another project. It's just going to be a small EP. And finally, to probably wrap up the year, I'm going to be dropping my second album, which is called Estrella. It's going to drop in December. It's for my mother and for myself and for my family. It's basically going to be my Donda, which is basically my masterpiece i like to call it and i have to praise it so highly because if i don't i'm not going to work hard for it so yeah i'm proud to announce that and it's going to be my <laughs> most complete work to date and it's going to probably be my best sound to date so as for the future i hope it goes well i'm just going to keep on what do they say i'm going to keep on keeping on just like Joe Dirt says. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish you the best, bro. Uh, my team wish you the best. And uh, last question. Um, if you can get one dream feature, who would it be? Any artist? You could be dead or alive. I want to, I want to oh, put it on me. I got shows down my spine. I want a Jay-Z feature or I want a Big L feature or I want a big pun feature. Pick one. Big pun, definitely. Fuck all that. I love big pun. I, I love big pun. So yeah, definitely big pun. He's legendary. Uh, yeah, bro. I, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, I really I appreciate thank you, it. man. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was a great interview, bro. Uh, I wish you the best. 